Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Friends, I want to introduce to you one of our new partners. It is GuideServe. They are our financial partner who helps us take care of all of our nickels and noses, so to speak. Uh, GuideServe is an outsourced accounting partner for our, our Baptist State Convention of Michigan. Uh, GuideServe provides professional accounting solutions to churches and ministries all across the country. And they offer, they truly offer some comprehensive accounting and payroll solutions to organizations ranging from just beginning church plant to large churches and expansive ministries. And listen, if you'd like to know more about them, you can visit their website at guideserve.com or send them an email at info at guideserve.com. And by the way, if you mention BSCM, uh, when you do, it'll be a benefit to us as well. So welcome our new partner, Guideserve. I want to welcome you again today to another adventure here in Punching Holes in the Darkness right here in Michigan. This is a podcast of the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. I'm Pastor Tim Patterson, your Executive Director. Today, we're going to have a great, great time with some uh, guests, uh, our, many of our staff, and also our sitting president of our convention is going to be with us today and share a bit. What we're going to be talking about is our state missions offering, state mission offering. Uh, we do this every year here in our state and different times uh, we have our, our mission offering will go to different areas of ministry and, and try to develop the state missions and, and the work of our state and sometimes beyond our state. This year, we've kind of taken a little different direction. We had a heart and a, we thought we knew where we were going to put our state mission offering this year. We thought we knew where it was going to be divided up and where it was going to go. And then COVID-19 hit and everything changed, as did our perspective in how we do our state mission offering. So after praying and consulting with uh, uh, several here in our state, we wanted to focus our state mission offering this year to help pastors, particularly pastors and those who are helping lead churches financially during this time of crisis because many of our churches as you know have difficult have had difficulties and some of our smaller churches when they miss a sunday or miss an offering it usually doesn't uh come out of them paying for their electric bills it usually comes out of them paying their pastor's salary or whoever there is leading there so we just want to make sure that we care for and encourage and lift up our local pastors when they are in a real time of need. So that's what our podcast is about today. It's about our state mission offering, how we can punch holes in the darkness during this pandemic and help our pastors. Today with us in the broadcast, we have several guests and let me introduce them to you. First of all, we have Dr. Tony Lynn, who is our state director of missions. Tony is all things missions here in our state, but also particularly planting churches and our new young church planters. He just takes good care of them. Tony, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you being with us, my brother. Also, we have 
Mike Durbin, who is the director of evangelism for the Baptist State Convention of, of Michigan, but he also helps strengthen our churches here in Michigan. So he really connects with our existing churches on a very personal basis and helps give training to them, helps them do missions, helps them do evangelism, helps them do discipleship. He really is the jack of all trades and does everything here at the state uh, convention. And uh, we he's our go-to guy for anything dealing with the local church. So uh, Mike Durbin is here with us today. Also, our state director of Women's Ministries and the Women's Missionary Union uh, Ministries here in uh, Michigan, Mrs. Sue Hodnett. She is doing a great job with our Women's Ministries and WMU here in our state. And really, Sue is the uh, kind of the, the heart and the drive behind our state mission offering. Always is good about uh, making sure that we uh, promote it well and make, pe make sure people understand it. And so, Sue, thank you for being with us on the broadcast today as well, and we'll be talking to you in a moment. And then we have a very special guest, and that is our sitting president of the Baptist State Convention of Michigan, and that is Scott Blanchard. Now, Scott pastors uh, a church here in Michigan and does a great job at L Lake Point. And uh, he also serves, as I've just said, as our president. So, folks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining with us today. So, I want to begin a little bit. Uh, Sue Hodnett, our director of uh, WMU Ministries and Women's Ministries here, tell us a little bit about our state mission offering and its history and what it's all about, if you would. Sure. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, so it's the Francis Brown State Missions Offering, and this is actually the 41st year that we've been doing this um, uh, under the name of Francis Brown. Um, of course, the uh, offering was uh, named after her. She was our first uh, women's ministry leader here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan and um, WMU Executive Director. Um, and so the offering, as you had mentioned, is... Um, uh, allocated in ways that we see are most relevant or important for that year. Um, as, as you had said, whatever trends are, are happening or wherever we feel the, the offering would be best used. The Michigan WMU has always been um, great um, at helping to promote that and, and, and go into our churches and give them uh, and provide for them the resources that they need uh, to, to do the best that they can in promoting this amongst our churches. Thank you, Sue. Appreciate that and helping us uh, uh, get a little better understanding of what our, our state mission offering is about. Over the past years and different times, we've used it for, well, helping plant new churches. Sometimes we, we do it in helping particular evangelism or we do it with our disaster relief or we put it into some of our women's ministries and things. There are just various ways that we've used this state missions offering. But again, I just felt really burdened about our pastors this year and what they're walking through. And those local churches, you know, sometimes, some of them really have a hard time. But then other churches, here's amazing to me, they're God's really blessing during this time. And uh, Pastor Scott Blanchard, our president, Scott, I don't know how to address you, brother, <laughs> but uh, we're just, we're glad to have you. Thank you for joining us. Your church has really decided to step up in this time and step out in, in, in a big way for our state mission offering. Uh, Scott, why don't you tell us about that and, and what has uh, led you guys to really feel the need to support our state mission offering this year? 
Hey, Dr. Kim, thank you for having me here today. And um, well, it's been an honor for the last almost two years to serve here as the president of the uh, state of Michigan in the convention. Um, and this year has been an interesting year for all of us, uh, for all of our pastors, for all of our churches, for everybody here on our staff. Um, I was really excited when we were talking about the purpose and where we were going to go with this offering. And like you said, you know, in past years, the offering has gone in different ways. But um, I know a lot of pastors and churches that are just struggling and, uh, you know, just financially just trying to make it happen, make it work. And I just felt the need to, you know, be involved with that, to step up in, in, in ways that we can help churches that are struggling, and especially, you know, for those that can't pay the bills. Our church, we have been blessed. When this thing first happened, we had, um, I think all of us were like, oh no, we're, we're gonna, this is going to be a big hit financially for everybody. So personally, our church, we, we did that government loan for the, um, the quote-unquote loan. It was a, it was a grant, a uh, payroll protection plan, and uh, we were able to get some of that money. And, and the offering at the same time went up. It was better. Amazing. And so we got this government money. And so it wasn't a lot, but we were just like, wow. Okay. So we've been blessed. And, and honestly, just felt kind of bad that I had this money just, okay, just laying around. I said, you know, if I can't use this money, well, I'm going to use it. I'm going to pay it forward. And, uh, and so we're looking at the opportunity uh, in this next mission offering to really give a big portion of that amount of money to the payroll, you know, to the Frankie's Brown offering um, to really give so that we can benefit pastors that maybe they couldn't access the fund or in, in different ways. Um, we're also going to challenge our church in October. You know, every year we do a, a big offering and um, we call it the Greater Things Offering. That's what we call it and uh, greater things in our city, greater things in our state. And in October, normally we do that in the spring, but everything got kind of rescheduled. Um, so uh, yeah, we're doing think? it in October. <laughs> and yeah, I cast a vision for it, um, cast a vision for it actually yesterday in our service and um, just really inspired our people. Hey, listen, let's step up, let's, let's, you know, let's go an extra mile in the way that we've been given. And in October, the very first Sunday of October, uh, we're praying that we can just raise a big chunk of money to help uh, the Frankish Brown mission offering. And I think this is an awesome opportunity for lots of churches to really step up. Well, Scott, thank you for that. Man, I, we appreciate your faithfulness and your leadership in this area. And uh, many churches are blessed during this time. This has been an amazing thing to watch. I was very concerned as the pandemic began. And that first month, that first March, everything kind of went down because I believe everybody was, was just afraid. They were just operating off of fear and they held back funds. But since then, we have seen it come back up and do well. And many churches have, as you have said, and we've seen with your church, have done well during this time. Uh, Dr. Lee and Tony, there are a lot of churches, young churches, that I was really concerned about some of our um, new church plants, how are they addressing, uh, one, the giving during this time, but how are they moving forward in uh, uh, missions giving? And is there, are, are there any of those younger pastors and young church planters that could really benefit from this offering? 
Yes, I think there are a good number of them that could benefit from this offering because, as you know, we meet people with a great deal of uh, dedication and devotion to planting new works, remarkable people, men and women, you know, the wives being devoted, they see the talents in their husband. Uh, in one case, a woman took on three jobs so her husband could provide all his time in helping grow the church. And they live in a more rural area. Sometimes we think about the urban context and the challenges of employment and gainful earnings, but the rural areas can be just as difficult. And so when this whole thing came down, here's this dedicated couple growing their church, and then all of a sudden all the employment just went out from underneath them. So I like it that they have maintained their devotion. They're inspiring. They are inspiring the people of their church to give faithfully, to give generously. Uh, and so uh, without fainting back, they have still been as devoted at continuing to reach their community. And so um, our young church leaders have been doing a great job keeping things alive with their, with their attitude of, we're not going to let this stop us. And so I like that. But if we see this offering, we can help a lot of people in amazing ways. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tony, because that's really what we want to do. I, when I think about a young pastor and his wife having to, you know, she loses her income or, he, you know, their, their external support, and that just breaks my heart. We don't want – we don't want this pandemic to affect and have an adverse effect on our church planning and us really expanding the gospel witness in our state. A pastor's place is helping others. How, How can, can I, I ask, ask others, others to help me when I know what kind of challenges they are facing? three jobs so my husband can devote more time to pastoring our church but since COVID-19 I've been laid off from all of them I'm a bivocational pastor during the quarantine I was laid off from the moving company that I worked for my church didn't have a lot of resources before and it's even harder now This year's Francis Brown State Mission Offering is dedicated to those who are always there for us. This year's gifts will go to our pastors who are on the front lines across our state. It will provide a relief fund for them and their families. Some are facing financial and medical challenges due to the pandemic. Now is the time when we can be there for them. For more information on how to give, go to www.bsem.org. Org slash SMO. We don't want this pandemic to affect and have an adverse effect on our church planning and us really expanding the gospel witness in our state. And so that's why the state offering really is important. I, I just think it, it, these young pastors, I, they're my heroes. I love these guys. They're out there. They're the Green Beret as I say, assaulting hell with a water pistol. We need to make sure their water pistol is full, you know? We need to make sure they have what they need. And uh, not just with some of our young pastors. We have, we have our, some existing churches who've been around a while uh, that have, um, they're having struggles with this. Uh, Mike Durbin, uh, can you talk, with, talk to us a little bit about some of our existing churches and how they might benefit from this one? Number two, how our existing churches who've been so faithful, unbelievably faithful in giving over the years, how can they 
get on board and really push this to the next level in helping our, our pastors who are in need. So Mike, why don't you address a couple of those things for us, if you would, please. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, churches helping churches. I think the Apostle Paul, he asked churches to help churches. So this is a very biblical concept. You know, they took an offering for uh, different things. And one of the things that uh, we need to realize is that some of our churches, because of their location, because of their membership, because of how hard they were hit with uh, the realities of COVID-19, some of them have gone through this period of time and they, they just flat out are struggling. As Pastor Tim said, sometimes it's the, the pastor who's the last one to be paid. And, uh, you know, these guys are really heroes. I have heard from pastors all over our state. I, I called uh, as many as I could get a hold of and uh, had some conversations. One of my early conversations was with one of our pastors who suffers from a, a respiratory illness. And they just had a loss within their, their church. Mm. And the family wanted him to do the funeral. And in our conversation, you know, he shared, you know, I'm going to go and do that. There are all kinds of restrictions and all, only 10 people can be there. And I said, man, that's, that's really tough. Could you do it over Skype Could we, or Zoom or some other manner so that you wouldn't take the chance? They said, no, I need to be there for the, for the family. And that's just been the story of, of pastors across our state. These guys have really stepped up. They, they've been there. Uh, they had to pivot on a dime to a whole new way of, of doing church. And uh, I've just been very impressed with uh, the way that they've ministered. So this is an opportunity as we give to Francis Brown this year. Uh, when we put our money into the, uh, into the offering, we're going to be helping churches that, uh, and pastors in particular that just really need some help during this period to get over the hump. Uh, they're, they're not complaining, but the reality is, is they have a need, and we're going to be meeting their needs. I've often said that there are two things that need to happen in our churches. They need to be inwardly strong while at the same time be outwardly focused. Inwardly strong, outwardly focused. But it's difficult to think outside when uh, there are crushing needs inside, and some of our churches have some crushing needs. And uh, this gives us an opportunity to meet those needs. Well, absolutely, Mike. I think you, you said it well and, and succinctly. Uh, we have to continue not only taking care of our internal needs, but we have to continue doing outreach as well. That's what the gospel is about. That's what we're called to be. That's what it means to punch holes in the darkness, is to get outside of ourselves and not have such a myopic look where we just see ourselves and look at our own things and our own needs, but reach out. Now, and and I, I, we could go through and share testimony after testimony of churches who are, have really struggled financially in other ways through this, this crisis that are continuing to do outreach and ministry, and they're expanding that. And uh, I'm gonna, any of you guys, I'm going to kind of throw it up, throw this one up in the air. Can, do you know of any other churches or ministries that have uh, kind of stepped up during this time and what they're doing uh, to reach out to others and to maybe do an expanded missions or ministry, even though when they, you might say, well, I, I, I'm just going to stay home and take care of my own. Any, you hearing any of that? Guys, Tony or Scott, y'all hear anything about that? 
others might be able to add into this, but I think one of the things that took place maybe the last uh, two months was this wonderful milk distribution program that, uh, you know, when our pastors and their people in their church could be uh, hiding back in their own homes going, man, I'm not taking a risk. We could get sick if we go out and help people. They are distributing all kinds of beverages and foodstuffs to people in their community. Tori and Bridges started a church just recently, just before COVID hit us. And uh, in honor of somebody who died from COVID-19 in the structure of his church back in the early days of this pandemic, um, in his honor, they are now, like one of the recent events, gave 300 meals away in one evening's time to feed people in their community. So yeah, there are some brilliant examples right now where people are being bold, brave, and doing it all in the name of Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Uh, And we see that repeated time and time again in people around uh, our state. Uh, I know that uh, I've heard of several who've stepped out and gotten outside the box and doing things differently. That's why missions and missions offerings really do matter. Scott Blanchard, you you guys have always been a heart uh, had a heart for missions and reaching out and and making a difference uh, through doing missions. Is there anything particular uh, that you guys are doing differently now during this crisis, other than you've stepped up in a big way to give and to support our state mission offering? But are there any things, many things that you're doing right now that are different during this time? Oh, we have been blessed in the past year to get a brand new building. So this has been an awesome, awesome season for us a little bit because we, uh, a lot of guys have been portable and I've been portable for 10 years. And so uh, we've been able to do some extra things. Of course, a food, food pantry is still happening. Um, we have a food pantry ministry and we've been able to help more people with food um, the needs are just there. So we've really been kind of stepping up in those games. Also, we, we really took a focus, um, especially during the height of our pandemic, we were just really uh, trying to help the frontline people in the, uh, you know, feeding lunch, uh, providing lunch for um, nurses uh, in the different area, hospitals or retirement home, nursing home, and uh, just really just going out, even our firefighters and, and our police officers, each week we did something. We we would just go and provide food and, and we just kind of do different things to be a, uh, you know, it, it was different because everybody was afraid to get out, but we were able to still figure out a way to do ministry. Awesome. That is just wonderful. Thank you, Scott. Uh, I, we're seeing that repeated over and over throughout our churches and because uh, we've been called to do work. We've been called to share the gospel. we been called to make a difference as we say in our little podcast here we've been called to punch holes in the darkness and those are the different ways that we can do it hey mike uh, we just recently tony touched on this but recently we had an association come together and they're pooling their resources and their churches to do milk distribution as well that's kind of a unique thing can you tell us a little bit about that and what that is and how that has uh, kind of taken off well, we saw during the pandemic that, you know, farmers were having to take milk and just pour it out on the ground all over the country because there wasn't a, a way to get it to where it needed to be and a way to get it processed. So the federal government created a, a grant 
And they used that money to get milk to organizations that would distribute it. As a result of that, we have an organization here in Michigan that's partnered with three of our churches to do milk distribution or dairy box distribution. And also the Greater Detroit Baptist Association is going to be doing one in the month of, of August. So it's an incredible opportunity to, to meet the needs of people. Uh, I, you know, and, and let me just move away from that just for a second. You know, our disaster relief, we had the Midland flood in the midst of all of this. And man, you know, our, our churches and DR uh, turned their attention there, the churches in the local community and the association there. And they just really stepped up to love on people and encourage people. And as a result of that, they, they met, the, uh, you know, uh, they fed people, uh, they had clothing ministries and other things that were, were happening. So during this pandemic, ministry has been happening all over the state of Michigan. It looks a little bit different because of the, uh, the distancing that we have to keep and other things, but we're still loving people in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. My, thanks for that word. Hey, Sue, I want you to kind of give us a, a few closing words on uh, how, uh, how your women in, in, a, in a local church could get behind this state offering and what they could do to help us promote that and what any other pastor or, or leader could help us do to promote that. Do you have any ideas or suggestions on that, Sue, what we can do to promote this state mission offering? I do. Thank you for that. Um, one is just speak from the heart indicate uh, to your congregation now that God has blessed us and we need to bless, bless others. Um, churches are hurting, pastors are hurting, families are hurting. If we can help financially, we need to do that. Um, not only financially, but how can you help as being encouragers to other churches? Praying and encouraging is so important. You may not have all the finances, but picking up the phone and calling a pastor's wife or calling another women's ministry leader um, and just saying, hey, how's it going? What can we do to help? Hey, we're here to listen. Just things like that. Um, that's one of the, the really uh, neat things that's happened through our women's ministry team. Um, they've seen the need. And no, we can't hug like we used to and, 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 and things like that. But being able to write notes of encouragement, being able, again, to pick up the phone and saying, hey, how's the family doing? How can we pray for you? Those are, those are things that are important. That's a good word as well. Folks, I just want to encourage you. This state mission offering is not just a way for us to put more money in our coffers. This is a way for us as a body of Christ, as churches, as a collective of churches called the Baptist State Convention of Michigan to really meet needs where people are hurting. And there are people who have some real needs here. I encourage you as a pastor, as a leader, as a, maybe you're a member of a church there, or you teach Sunday school, share this with your church friends, share this with others. Let them know that, hey, there's a way that we can really help pastors and leaders during this time of crisis. We'll never be more like Jesus than when we're giving. Honestly, you wanna be like Jesus? Give more. He came and gave his life, he gave everything. Just to be like Jesus is to give. Now, folks, I, I, that's not some manipulative thing that I'm trying to say to get you to, to put money out. That's not what this is about. This is about being like Jesus. This is about punching holes in the darkness. This is about meeting people at the point of their great need. This is about loving people like Jesus loves people. And I believe that's what we're really all about here at the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. This is how we're gonna punch holes in 
the darkness. I just want to thank everyone for being with us here today and joining with us in this podcast. For Sue Hodnett, uh, who oversees our women's ministries, Scott Blanchard, who is our acting president and pastor of a great church here in our area. You have Dr. Tony Lynn, who uh, helps plant churches and do missions here across our state and beyond. Mike Durbin, who keeps everybody in line and makes sure our churches are strengthened and, and discipled and evangelism is kept on the front burner here in Michigan. Folks, we want to tell you again, we so love and appreciate you and thank you for all that you're doing to make a difference here in Michigan. I encourage you, join with us as we choose to punch holes in the darkness and make a difference for the kingdom of God. Thank you folks for joining us today. God bless you. Look forward to you being with us again next time. This has been a special state mission offering episode of Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast of the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you are interested in giving to or sharing about the Francis Brown State Mission Offering, just go to our website at www.bsem.org SMO. There you will find a link to give online, as well as resources like a short video on the great challenge faced by our Michigan pastors. Also, if you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and to enjoy these conversations too. And if you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes become available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness.